Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. seems like the stock market has been divided into two distinct buckets, the stay-at-home stocks and the reopening stocks. You have Wayfair and Zoom and Clorox and McCormick versus Dave & Buster's, Live Nation, all the hotels and airlines. And every day it's a back and forth, promising vaccine news, an outbreak in some new hotspots. Sports are on, half the Marlins test positive. But there's one stock, one that we first talked about a while back, that's been relatively quiet. It's not in the headlines, it's not in Kramer's COVID index, but it has nearly recovered from its March lows, and it has doubled since March 23rd. So today on Dumb Money Live, we're going to reveal that company, the company we're betting on for a big stay-at-home earnings blowout tomorrow morning. This is Dumb Money Live with Chris Camillo, Dave Hansen, and Jordan McLean, streaming live on YouTube. We are Dumb Money. Hey there, Dave here along with Chris and Jordan, or at least Chris, and I see Jordan has dialed in. I'll be able to get him on the split screen in a second. Everything's, you know, it's a very last minute show, but we are going to be covering the massive earnings call tonight. So this is the first of two shows. Facebook, Amazon, Apple, and Google each reporting their earnings after the market closes today. So set an alarm, add it to your calendar, ring the bell, 4 Eastern, 3 Central, 1 Pacific. And because this morning's show was scheduled so last minute, uh, we need your help with the algorithm while I try to figure out how to get Jordan on the screen here. Uh, we need you to smash the like button. And there's Jordan. Perfect. Like clockwork. Um, Dude, where so are we, you, we, man? Where are you? I'm on Lake Austin. Of course you are. Oh, oh. on the boat. This is this is live from the boat. This is a, this is a dumb money first. <laughs> Yeah, so who knows? Who knows if I'm gonna keep reception or not? So I can drop it any time. I like the uh, so, the the artificial blurred background effect too. It's like you're on a. Did I do that? I didn't mean to do that. I, I have no idea. What I'm doing. <laughs> but uh, yeah. what, what? So you know, I don't think our viewers have seen this side of you. Jordan is a pretty skilled wakeboarder, aren't you, man? Well, or you used to be before you got used, bald and old. Now, now all the old guys like us just surf. <laughs> just surf. Are yeah. you doing some surfing today in the lake? Yeah, we we uh, Adrian surfed. I'm gonna surf here uh, in a few minutes once we got into the no wake zone. But uh, you yeah, know, and the girls the girls got on the surfboard a little bit. They're they're tired, but you know everybody's everybody's still going. It's, can we can, can they tape you surfing at some point during our show? Oh, how amazing would that be? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the problem is I'll probably lose my phone in the water if they try to video it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what, what what kind of boat is that? You have a Nautique, right? Yeah, we're on a we're on a Nautique. It's a GS22 Nautique, Super Air Nautique. No, and you got a little. Didn't you get a flat tire on the way down? Dude, we got to show his picture of the flat. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah big <laughs> blowout on the tire. We uh, 
I was probably pushing the speed a little bit too fast, and uh, a guy pulled up next to me. It was like pointing backwards. I'm like, oh no. I pulled over. Dude, big blowout. Dude, I gotta give it to you, man. That that is a very COVID. That's a very socially distanced uh, um, activity. Um, yeah, we're we're bummed out. We just we actually just uh, rode by the or drove by the hula hut, which is a place that we like to go in Austin whenever we're on the lake. Um, they've got like a place where you can just park your boat, walk right up. Um, but we're we're staying out of it this time. Wait, is it is it? I love Hula Hut, man. Are you kidding me? Is it closed? Is it closed or what? No, it's open. But I mean, I'm we're just not going to rest. You know, we're not going to yeah. restaurants personally. So yeah, did, did, you you saw Herman Cain, man. He he went down, man. Poor guy, yeah. dude. Uh, yeah. that's terrible. Terrible. You just never know, so I'd rather be safe. Yeah. Uh, Dan's calling me though. I'm like, I really want a mai tai right now, but I, <laughs> I, the car I love it, dude. <laughs> I love it. All right. So um, So basically, though, we had to do two episodes today because uh, late last night, Chris called me. You realize that one of the companies that we have in our portfolio, (laughs) one that uh, has a lot of interest also in our Discord group, um, has earnings coming out. Uh, By the way, the Discord, dumbmoney.tv slash Discord if you want to be a part of that. But when you called, I was so dismissive about this stock. I actually sold this a while back. But you convinced me that I needed to get back in to play earnings tomorrow. Uh, Dude, Dave, this stock is up like 70, what, 70% since we talked about it, since we like hardcore, like hardcore talked about it. It is. On half of one of our episodes, right? Yeah, it it has doubled since it's low and it was up. But I got out for, you know, I I think, okay. I I, I didn't kill it on this stock, but it is one that has kind of done this, you know, it, it had this recovery and then it dropped back a little bit and then it went back up. So, so I, I'm not a huge fan of it, but well, you made some very good points about what has gone on in the last three months during the quarter. The last time they reported, it was um, for the period ending, I guess uh, they reported April 29th. So it'd be the end of March, right? Yeah, and I want to get, I'll tell you what the company is. I want to get Jordan's perspective before he drops us to go, uh, you know, do some more surfing. But, uh, you know, because he, he, I feel like he's the type of person that would use some of their, maybe he's a little high end for their products, but a lot of their product categories. So, you know, we put that mystery box on the thumbnail and people were guessing what it was on our Discord channel. And I think one person got it right. Uh, the, the mystery box. Drum roll, please. Bre- <laughs> bread maker, okay? And this is so great because I was t- I'm was i helping this guy in L.A. on a uh, startup, and, you know, he's like a big kind of celebrity uh, photographer guy. And I was like, so what are you doing, like, during this whole shelter in place? And he's like, Chris, I've been doing nothing but baking my own bread. And, like, and, and sure enough, that's been one of the hottest things in the world the last six months is people baking their own bread. Now, granted, this is like a tiny little piece of what this company does, and we're gonna talk about everything that they do, and we're gonna show you data, hard data on everything they can do, and we're also gonna tell you the risk, because honestly, Dave, this is not a high conviction. I'm not even sure at this point if it's even a medium conviction pick going into earnings, yeah. because so much, I mean, there, we call it undiscovered, but the reality is investors have picked up on this story. So I don't know what expectations are going into tomorrow. And there are some risk factors that I'm going to talk about 
So I have a okay position. I bought a little. I bought a few options, but I didn't go in too big on the company. The company is Spectrum Brands. Now, Jordan, my question to you is: They have four segments. Okay, they have four segments, and one of their segments is basically small appliance for the home. They have Juicemen. They have juicers, basically. They have Breadmen. Okay, they have which are these bread. Box makers. Okay, I don't make my own bread. I don't know. I, I order the nice. <laughs> but that was nice that was what the bread. thumbnail was. This is this is a picture of the bread maker that we used on the thumbnail. To me, that doesn't even look like a bread maker. It looks like some computer device. But that is their professional two pound bread maker that uh, was was featured in the thumbnail. They have the George <laughs> Foreman grill. Oh, you know what I forgot to do, Dave? I'm going to look for it right now. I forgot to pull up. The famous George Foreman video where he did nothing but promote his new grill after winning like one of the craziest fights in history. And, and that, that's Jordan, that's what I said. Jordan? Do you remember that fight, Jordan? You there? Hello. He can't hear us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was trying to unmute myself. I didn't want like engine noise in the background, but yeah, for sure. That was the crazy. Dude. So my last night, my thing was. Chris, everybody, does anybody still even remember who George Foreman was, or do they think of that as a a grill, a panini maker brand? I, you know, I, that to me, it's been so long since George Foreman was actually a uh, celebrity fighter that it's that's yeah, a brand name now. Five years old, you have no idea who George Foreman is. <laughs> that's what I thought, and and that was my point on this Spectrum brands. All of their brands, they have a ton of brands. But they're all kind of like the other t- the other brand, the the second tier brand. They're, they they um, when we were talking about outdoors um, and mosquito spray, they are Cutter. Where I would say the name brand is probably off. And for bread maker, they are Breadman versus. I mean, what do you have? Cuisinart and all these other big brands. So they're like the the also ran brand in all of these categories. But the fact that they're in so many categories. You're a Cutter man. Yeah, I use second brands. I use uh, they've got this gray bottle of cutter that is awesome for mosquitoes. Uh, and I spray it like you know every other week on a weekend and just spray the backyard, and it does a really good job. And I've got I've had the off brand also, um, and I think off might do better for like personal use. But if you're spraying your backyard, the off brand's no good. You got to use cutters. Well, looking at their website, they are not just cutter. They are also Repel, which. I would have just oh, assumed are two different companies. Yeah. They're Spectricide. They're Hotshot for killing roaches and Black Flag. Yeah. It's like they, they have two brands in that category. Spectricide, um, Spectricide is what you get um, just kind of like all-out um, insect control for your backyard. I mean, they make stuff that does grub control and all this stuff. Um, you get that stuff at Home Depot and Lowe's. I feel like with the... Uh, people taking over stuff themselves that that's kind of that's really the brand you're going to get for your lawn is spectricide yeah so guys i'm going to break it down they have four four sectors okay they have four big sectors that they're in one okay is home and garden okay it's basically garden and spectricide it's essentially weed killer they're like one of the largest brands in weed killer and uh that's one big sector and as we know that sector is hot 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 guys can you believe we talked about this so much but we did not invest in scott's miracle grow and they blew out earnings yesterday we've been talking about this for five months 
and I knew Scott's Miracle Girl was going to hit it. It was one of those stocks I forgot. Honestly, I forgot. It fell through the cracks. I forgot to make my trade on them, and now I feel like the biggest idiot in the world. But if you missed out on that, here's a great way to play the garden sector, man. They, this is this is like a, you know 20% of their business, 15, 20% of their business is this garden stuff. And listen, gardens are hot right now, all right? Hot. Um, the other sector that they're in that is even hotter than gardens, and we're going to talk about each of these sectors. We're going to talk about each of these brands. I'm going to show you the data, okay? Is pets, okay? They are huge in the pet business. What's the hottest company in the world right now? Chewy. Chewy's Chewy. exploding. Why? Pet ownership is through the roof. You can't get a pet if you want one right now, okay? So pet ownership, adoption rates are through the roof, and companies like Chewy are on fire. Well, guess who makes a lot of these weird products that they sell at Chewy and Petco? And, you know, yeah, that's what brands, I was going to right? Chewy sells Spectrum brand products? What? Does Chewy sell Spectrum products? I don't think it. Listen, I, I bring up Chewy. It doesn't matter. The bottom line is the pet ownership is up. So anything pet is up. If you were selling $100 million a month in pet stuff before, you're selling $115 million now. Demand is up. Uh, it doesn't really matter what their brands are. Their brands were doing X amount of business pre-virus. And because pet ownership gone up, went up X percent, their brands are going to do X percent more business with more pet owners. It's very, very simple. Okay, guys? So they own Nature's Miracle. Now, what do you do when you get a new puppy in the house? What ends up happening? Jordan, you, you've probably been through this. Dave, you've been through this. What happens when you get a new pet in the house? You immediately have to go buy Nature's Miracle to get the uh, pee off of your carpet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Every single time. Right? <laughs> right? So... I think Nature's Miracle, and you know they're not the only brand in that in that world, but they, they got the brand right, and they they do that. So they're one of the two or three big brands that are carpet cleaners for pets, right? So they have like a bunch of dog food and cat food in Europe. Like they are, yeah, they're they're Ukanuba in Europe. Uh, here Ime. they have Imes. Oh, oh, that's also Europe only. Um, yeah. Do they have any any I brands here? Ukanuba's here too, right? I, I thought my aunt used to feed her dog Ukanuba. Well, it's here, but they are they're the uh, they're the only uh, they they're the Ukanuba only in Europe. There's a different company that does it in, in uh, the states. Like, do you know what they're pretty big in, Dave? Like these smart bones are pretty big, evidently, and the dream bone, smart bone, those are actually pretty big, from what I understand. Uh, Littermaid's a huge brand. They got Littermaid. Um, Littermaid so, is a big brand. I mean, that's that's what I say about uh, about these. It's like these are a bunch of random. Like, isn't the isn't the cat litter like? I this is not the one I've seen a commercial for. The one with the cat like pawing. It's a yellow and red label. Dave, here's what you got to understand. I respect what you're saying. They are they, listen. Spectrum Brands is known as being the number two. In fact, like if you go back ten years, their goal was to be Avis. They wanted to be number two in everything that they did. Now, they have a new philosophy. Um, <laughs> their philosophy is they're going to put all their momentum behind the winners and, like, drown out the losers. So, you know, they're in the middle of a huge restructuring, new, new executive talent at the company, totally new philosophy. They're going all in on e-commerce. Let me tell you, Jordan, where are you right now? Austin, Texas, right? Tech hub, one of the te big tech hubs of the world. They opened up a huge tech uh, Spectrum Brands opened up a huge tech hub in Austin, 
and they hired data scientists. They hired marketing people and they put them in Austin and they said that when the world transitions to e-commerce, they want to have a bigger portion of the e-commerce sales in each sector than they had in the store. So they're going all in on e-commerce. And if you look at their e-commerce websites, they've done a pretty good job. They have data scientists figuring out the best way to capture an outsized market in each of the categories they're in as people go out of the store and into you know, the internet to buy all their stuff. And what great timing, right, for all that now that you can't go in the store anymore. So they were kind of getting ramped up for this over the past 18 months. So that's kind of good timing, okay? This is a turnaround well, point. I was gonna ask, do they, so do you know from the last uh, earnings call, do they actually report on uh, how much their e-commerce grows? Yes, they do, Jordan. And, and my memory serves me right. I want to say their e-commerce was up 38% uh, this last quarter. Uh, so their e-commerce is really ramping up. In fact, I read their earnings transcript this week, not once, but twice, okay? <laughs> like, I really want to make sure I didn't miss anything. Um, and I even I got a clip out of that earnings call that I'm going to read to you today on this uh, episode. But Dave, you're right. I mean, they are number two or three or number four or number five in all these sectors. But you know how many cat owners and dog owners there are in the world? A lot. So no matter what the brand, there's a customer for all the brands, right? Like there's literally a customer for all this stuff. Um, and that's what got know, me thinking about it. You know, you basically made the point that they are, I made the point that they're, you know, they also ran brands in all these categories, but these categories are all things that people did when they were stuck at home. And this quarter specifically covers the three months that we were all in lockdown and at home. It's global pet care, hardware and home improvement, which we haven't even talked about yet. Home and garden, which everybody decided this is the time they're going to go start their, their garden. And then house and personal care, which is includes all of their kitchen appliances and even like razors and shavers. But they're not Gillette that they're the also ran brand. Yeah, you're right, Dave. I, I spoke of two of the categories and the third and the fourth category that they're in. Um, well, I spoke to three of them, right? We talked about small appliances. We talked about garden and we talked about um, pet care. The fourth category is uh, they make locks and sinks and faucets. They make smart locks. They own, uh, what's the name of their brand? It's Quick Quickset. They own Quickset. They own Baldwin. Uh, handles for and that's the sector I'm most worried about for a number of reasons that we'll talk about in the show. Wait, you're worried um, about Quickset? Yeah, I'll tell you why. Because their door hardware and all this stuff, even though the trends are up online, the search volumes are way up online, the home starts hit a record low uh, back in uh, March and April and May, Jordan. So so there were a lot less homes being built. Now home starts are starting to pick up in June and July, and July, but it's gonna be a few months for home starts to get back to their normalized level. And so when you're building less homes, when construction stops for 40 to 60 days, which is what happened, there's gonna be a gap in like that wholesale demand, okay? Yeah. The wholesale demand for these products. And I think and National Hardware is, is a very wholesale uh, focused brand. I think Pister is like a consumer brand, one that they uh, sell in like a Home Depot. Um, and then all these lock brands, there's like Quickset, Baldwin, uh, Easy Set. You know, I, I feel like that kind of is a mix between some wholesale brands and some retail brands. 
Yeah, and they also have some supply issues in this area. So we're going to talk about that. I'm going to go over the data, but that's a big risk factor. And I think if there's one thing that could really, you know, take Spectrum brands down this quarter when they report tomorrow, it's this division. And this is the division we really have to be conscious of for this trade. But Do I'll, we know I'll how big it. this division is? I think it's one of their bigger divisions yeah. uh, at the company, but they're all pretty equal. Their fastest growing division, Jordan, is pet care, yeah. which is great because pet care is the one that's going to really killing it right now. And so already their fastest growing. Now, the company has taken some major moves to kind of decrease their cost basis. So they're really lean on inventory. And that's kind of a problem because they don't have all this excess inventory. They're trying to be really lean as part of their restructuring. And so if there's this influx of demand on pet products, which there has been, they even said that last quarter going into like the April, which is the first month of the new quarter, they, they, were, they announced April 30th and they got the speak of the first month of this quarter. And they're like, hey, we can barely keep up with demand on the pet stuff. Our issue is can we get enough pet stuff, you know, coming from China because it takes six weeks on the water to get the stuff here. Yep. So they have to fly the stuff over. It's gonna be more expensive. It's gonna increase their cost. So there's a lot of there's a lot of variables at play with this trade. It's not all good. It's not all awesome. But um, I do think all in, I'll talk about this, that the risk reward, I like it. I don't love it, but I like it. And for me, it's worthy of a reasonably small to moderate sized trade going into earnings tomorrow. It's not something I'm going crazy with. I'm not levering up huge in this one or anything like that. But Jordan, I don't want to keep you like from your family vacation because I know Adrian is probably not super happy with you being on your phone right now. So just before we leave you, tell us like any more thoughts on the home pro like George Foreman, they have a they have a smoke-free, a smoke, a smokeless grill that you could have in your house. You seen any of this stuff? You think there's a trend there? You think you think it's going to be good during this time? A lot of people buying these small appliances for camping and for their the lake houses. Yeah, I mean, we know people are buying stuff like that. I can't speak specifically to the George Foreman. I feel like that thing's, I mean, kind of played out. I, you know, um, but I do know that the bread making is a big deal right now. Um, I see it. tons of people that I follow on Instagram. They're like, yeah. I'm, Rising the yeast or whatever for this new bread that I'm trying out. Right? It's all over the place. Uh, and, so, and, uh, I mean, I feel like the small appliance is doing well right now. I, I think that's. I think you can be sure of that. Juicers, people are definitely yeah. juicing for sure, right? And they own yeah. Juice Man, the brand there. Yeah, yeah very weird. Know, I've yeah. never even heard of that brand before. <laughs> I, I had never heard of Breadman, but um, I can yeah. tell you that Megan has a bread maker, and when the whole trend started, she definitely was was in on it and starting her own, what do you call it, sourdough bread starter that she got off the internet, I think. And Oh, we made some of that. She dropped off the mix, and we made it. It's yeah. awesome. Well, it's awesome. Do you have a bread maker? Um, what? No, do you no, but you don't have to have a bread maker to do that. Well, it's way easier if you do. You basically just dump it in, and it like does its own mixing and... The next morning you wake up and you have fresh bread. And I actually love that, but uh, it, it, I'm not it, it, sure that I want I'm not sure about the stock. Jordan, Jordan, any thoughts real quick on Quickset or any of that stuff before we let you go? The only thing that I would say is that, you know, I, I, I see what you're saying about the wholesale demand, but I feel like there is going to be stronger than normal retail demand on that stuff. Just, you know, I don't know if it's going to make up 100% of the, of the wholesale loss, but... Just with people doing home improvement and stuff, I know Quickset is doing um, like all sorts of uh, smart locks and stuff. Um, well, you can buy 
full-on Quickset Baldwin locks that you can uh, key yourself at Lowe's and Home Depot. Um, and I feel like that's a really good segment for them on the retail front. You just have, we just have to figure out how to balance that on the wholesale side. Yeah, there, there, there's definitely, it's not like a slam dunk, but I do like the risk reward. It's not like one of my all time favorites right now going through yeah. the summer, but I do like it. Um, looking back, I wish I owned even more of it. I did buy a little more this week. I added some options I'll talk about. But, dude, Jordan, go surf, man. Have fun, right, man. dude. <laughs> you need this, dude. All right. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you later. Well, are you going to be on this afternoon's uh, earnings report live? <laughs> Good luck. For, yeah, for our I three hour. I'll, I'll guest in, kind of like I guessed in today. Make make a uh, a little appearance, yes. We've only got like a two day trip here, so I got to make the most of it. But I'll I'll see you guys on the other side. Awesome, awesome. All right, have, man. have a Later. good vacation. Later. Okay, um, dude, I'm I'm so glad he went out and did that. Jordan needed his lake. He needed his lake vacation, right? No, absolutely. That's great. Um, hold on, Dave. I'm gonna pull. I gotta pull up my. Uh, on my own spreadsheet. I don't know what's the best way to do it. Do you want to want to have you, you have that have screen pull? share? I I have your screen share if you wanted to uh, do that. Okay. So you have my screen share, so I can kind of go through it here, guys. What we're gonna do is we're gonna take you through because listen, Google Trends. We talked about it a million times in the show. The great thing about Google Trend data, we call it G Trends, is that it's available to anyone. You can hop on there. It's the easiest thing in the world to do. Google Trends is like 85% of all the world's search traffic. It is the world's greatest free resource for investors. Um, it's probably the data source that I use most, just as a general go-to. I have other data sources, of course, ranging from you know credit card data, web stats data. Um, but this is just a nice one to see what the world's looking at. And you have to be really careful when you use it because the data can throw you off. You have to understand sometimes, I always say, understand the narrative behind the data. So don't just trust the data itself. But we're not going to go super deep. We'll go super broad. Just taking a look at some of these categories here. The first one, uh, these are all categories that Spectrum Brands is playing in. Okay. So the first one is cat food. All right. We know, we know they do some cat food, right? So just look at that chart, man. Look at that chart. We're going to always pull five-year charts. We're always going to pull global because they're a global company, even though you know, we know that they only do food in Europe. But I don't care. We're just going to pull global for everything. Beautiful chart right there, right? So obviously a huge uptick in cat food. No surprise. Let's look at dog treats. I was telling you, Dave, they're two dog treat. They have like two or three dog treat brands. Um, man. You know, if there's ever a time, Dave, when you want to get dog treats, isn't it probably when you have a puppy and you're looking for all the little, you're like going overboard on all the stupid stuff for your dog, right? Yeah, no, exactly. And and this is, I mean, your dog's stuck at home. And if you're on Chewy or Amazon, I've, I've bought um, some specialty, not from these brands, but I bought some specialty dog treats. So yes, I can. Dave, Dave let's just say what you bought. You, you have your dog treats like handmade for you don't you tell us about that like so you have like your cbd there is a dog like hand hand scientifically just done just for your dog so the, yes they I, I actually switched away from that brand but it was it's a little startup that uh, i believe is in oklahoma and they they make small batches of cbd infused dog treats and my dog really liked the pumpkin flavored ones um but 
our one of our uh, mutual contacts and business uh, partners um, is involved in another uh, CBD related dog treat. And so I wanted to test that product out. It's called FOMO Bones. And so I've actually switched Chimmy over to FOMO Bones. So she's actually a big fan of those. But to replace the pumpkin in her life, I found these pumpkin dog treats uh, on Amazon that are made, I think, in Portland. And they come, it's just brown paper bag and a little see-through window. And they're, they're also small batch and homemade. And um, she really does enjoy those. Yes. She's back here sleeping right now. You can usually see her in the background of my videos. Oh my God, you're killing me. You're absolutely killing me. I'm, I'm, so, I'm just as bad with my cats, dude. No I know, lie. your cat. Your cats uh, jumped into the frame right before we went on and, and hung up uh, your, your connection with us. <laughs> it did, it did. So I've been scrambling right. trying to get the show produced here today. Yes, FOMO Bones is, is the name of that. And we, we okay. will talk to the comments because I did, I did see, um, Pedro is on top of things. He, uh, he knew, he knew that my birthday's coming up and wanted to know what we were doing, which is absolutely nothing. <laughs> Dude, let's do a front yard uh, happy hour at minimum for your uh, for your birthday. Uh, we should do that. Walk a block down. I will walk. Uh, I will walk to your house for a front yard happy hour. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. And you still need to try that moonshine, man. Oh no, I did try it. I haven't talked to you about it, but we. I thought I sent you a picture of of uh, my moonshine mule that i made and we had on oh, the back patio you did. You, yeah no, that's right you did send me the comments you said you said it was okay like it's not something you would go out and do it's it's, it's i said it's, it's you could see absolutely good for like a specialty bartender to make something fancy out of but i just don't see myself order you know having it sitting in my personal bar to make things out of yeah the big question is if, if a bartender the guys for those of you who don't know this is a moonshine brand we're thinking about investing in it's it's a ultra premium moonshine brand called uh St. Luna, St. Luna, and I'm helping the founder. He's doing really well. It's like one of the most ultra premium moonshines in the world. I mean, David didn't taste like a nasty moonshine, right? Like if no. you were at, it was. It tasted store, almost like a mezcal a little bit. It had kind of a just a, a unique flavor, a little more flavor forward than you might expect. I had it in a Moscow Mule, but it was moonshine mule, I guess. But it was good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. So he's doing like really high end restaurants. Anyway, so. Listen, carpet cleaner, we talked about this one. Another thing, you get a new dog, whatever, you get a new cat, uh, and yeah, sure enough, you're gonna have a you're gonna need some carpet cleaner. You're gonna need some specialty carpet cleaner, which is the nature's miracle. Um, but look at that jump in carpet cleaner that 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 went up there. Uh, you know, it's really I mean it's really like through through the roof, quite honestly. You're not gonna see a jump in carpet cleaner maybe ever again, unless we have another <laughs> pandemic where, where pet stuff goes up through the roof, right? Um, again, here's uh, I thought I showed dog bones already, did I not? But there's there's dog I think bones. I treats. Also, yeah, they also, yeah also up considerably. Uh, cat litter, right? I told you they had that cat. I think they have a cat litter brand in there. So there's cat litter. No surprise to see cat litter up. Um, uh, this is another thing, guys. They do <laughs> they do a bunch of bird. Stuff. So they have uh, bird food. So bird food is through the roof. And again, not stuff you think about. And, and this so is this is actually what I like about it. You know, because like McCormick seasonings is just going crazy because everyone's at home awesome. cooking. This company has so many micro brands that 
all are products that people are buying more of right now because they're stuck at home. And it's the kind of things you don't really think of, which is why I love this as a kind of undiscovered stock pick. And that's why I'm playing it, even though I'm medium to low conviction. Um, pet shampoo, Dave. I mean, obviously you got it. You, you're with your dog 24 seven. You want to make sure your dog is clean now. And right? yes, you don't want to take your, so I, I have not been going to pet spa with Chimmy. I've actually washed Chimmy in the sink a couple of times. And so, yes, I guess if I didn't already have pet shampoo, which seems to last for forever, you never, I mean, I have one, I, I bought a two pack on Amazon and I will never be able, I will never be out of pet shampoo. But no, but you're going to buy it one time and I guarantee you their pet shampoo sales are through the roof and that will <laughs> never happen again. And might be a reason why I don't want to really own this company past, you know, this year. Right. I mean, I don't know if Spectrum's one I want to be in for the long, long term. OK, so now we're going to get into some of the gardening stuff and uh, insecticide. Tons of people are at home. So let me tell you, Dave, there's so many people that are at home all year, right? So yeah. what are you going to do if you're stuck at home and you want to save a little money? Fire your gardener maybe and start doing your own grass, right? Well, you know, like like all of a sudden, why not do your own grass? And you have insecticide, you need to deal with all that stuff. Or even if you keep your gardener, maybe because you're home 24/7, you're like, "Ah, I want to get rid of these weeds. I want to get rid of I I want to get rid of like these bugs in my soil. I want to do some gardening." And I want to get rid of the, the bugs in my soil, right? And yep. so insecticide is way up. And that's what they sell. They sell insecticide. Well, and I think that you're right. All of these uh, brands that they have, they have spectricide, but they, they're they not um, the one that you, you think of. What's the one that you think of? The uh, Weed Be Gone or, uh, I don't know, the, the, grass, the grass spray? Yeah, but like a rising tide is going to what? Like, like rise all boats or whatever exactly call, right? so and that's and that's what i like about this it's this is a holding company that has all these crazy brands in it that i think will do well yeah so weed killer up oh, no surprise there search of weed killers up right um herbicide same thing like it, it's obviously up i do want to say something though guys and and this is where you need to be a little bit careful you know you don't just trust g trend data it's it doesn't exist in a vacuum okay so one thing you have to understand is a lot of the people searching on Google, they're searching for it where maybe before they would have just bought it when they were strolling through the grocery store, right? Or they're strolling through Home Depot. But now that they're not inside of a grocery store or inside of a hardware store or a pet store, they're actually just having to search for something they would have normally just bought anyway. So you have to take that into account that some of the lift in search traffic might not actually be increased sales. It might be existing sales that are moving from offline, just part of their normal shopping habit, to now I gotta figure out how to buy this thing online, okay? So, you know, just, just Take that into account when you're when you're looking at this data. And if my first, my first thought is, what, you know, you say something like weed killer. I'm not. I'm maybe not googling weed killer. I'm going straight to Amazon and typing in weed killer and to see what the um, everyone in the comments remembered that it was Roundup that I was trying to think of. Uh, and that when you go to uh, Amazon is the exact best sell, best seller. And I want to see if Spectricide is even 
listed on the first page of results. These are all, oh, here it is right here. Boom, so yeah. Spectracide made it in the there, first page of results. There you go. Yeah, they, listen, their brands, everything, I checked all, almost all their big brands, Dave, on Amazon, and everything that they make is in the mix, right? It's almost never number one, yeah. or even like number two, but it's it's in the mix of the top four or five brands for that thing, whatever it is, right? So, so they're there. Um, and you'll notice that they are the top pick instead of the runner-up, which is Roundup. And it looks like they're $2 cheaper on a price per, what is 64 ounces versus nice. this other one's one gallon. Nice, because maybe they're not the leading brand. Maybe they're, they, they are known as being kind of a value brand, right? They're not like the super value brand, but they're kind of an intermediate value brand. So Dave, you know what they sell? You know what they have a lot of? I think, I don't know if you saw this on the website for Spectrum Brands. They are really big in the fish tank, in the fish world, right? They do a lot of fish <laughs> stuff. No, I did see and, that. And you know, one thing that they actually mentioned on the last conference call, it was just a single line, but if you caught it, just a single line, they talked about the fact that in April, they saw a pretty substantial uptick in the fish business. People were going out and buying fi more fish pets, right? So like, and you could see from the search traffic, that is exactly what we're seeing. That's a pretty substantial lift in people looking to buy a fish tank, right? So Dave, if you're looking to buy a fish tank, what does it probably mean? You're probably looking to buy your first fish, right? Probably. <laughs> Could it mean anything else? So when you're, when, you're when you're doing that, you're buying all the fish stuff. And guess what Spectrum brand sells? They all the fish sell stuff. all the fish stuff, right? So their, their brands there are Tetra, Marineland, Glowfish, Instant Ocean, and Jungle. I, I'm not a fish person. I can tell you that I don't know of any of those brands. But I know that people who love their fish and their fish forums do tend to learn everything. Yeah, yeah, it's I, I agreed, agreed. So uh, okay, so here here's what I'm worried about. Now, this is interesting. Um, I didn't do a good as good of a job chopping this one up this uh, for the screen here, but door hardware. You got Baldwin, right? They they have a bunch of this door hardware. So the search traffic is through the roof, which is what Jordan was hinting at, okay? And I love that. I think that's great for them. On the negative side, you have to understand that home builders are not searching for door hardware. They're just buying a ton of it, right? Yep. And they're installing a ton of it. And I am worried about the fact that there was like a 40 to 45 to 60 day period when everything just kind of paused for a while. Like, oh, that whole world just paused. And because of that pause, there's going to be a gap in the wholesale demand for door hardware. Because a lot of what they sell is just goes into new houses, right? Just goes into new houses. When I was so, reading, though, in the, in the uh, live chat, people were saying that the brands, even though uh, they have kind of the second tier brands, the home builders are actually using the third tier contractor grade stuff, not even... The uh, the like well quick yes set. and no yes and no so there's a lot of different kinds of home builders right and home builders actually purchase across all those tiers and when I looked into their business they do a lot of wholesale business okay so Spectrum Brands in this division does a lot of wholesale business um, so you have to take that into account 
Um, but I do like to see that the search tra traffic was up significantly for door hardware. Um, also, oh, that's just another duplicate, it looks like, door hardware, okay. So also, oh, there's, there's the cleaner version of door hardware. And you can see a little closer there that it's up dramatically, right? Dramatically. Now, how faucet? They sell faucets. I can't believe, Dave, we're sitting here pulling up Google trend charts of the word faucet. And this is what I love about what we do. It's like... <laughs> that, and, this, and this is why I was like, this is, there's nothing to this. And how, there really how is. There actually is. I'm, I'm sure people are sitting at home with you know a, a dripping faucet or all of the home improvement things that you notice because you've been locked up for you know even the first three weeks of this right you probably i know i was going around noticing little things that i hadn't noticed before and having you know more amazon boxes delivering random things i didn't buy any faucets but this it, it is an actual trend and it, I, I think it is going to have an impact on their sales and i don't think that the one or two analysts that cover this had you know any kind of change to their projections you know and and they did actually come out ahead of the um, project projections from last quarter last quarter um just included maybe the first week or so of kind of stay at home time right so this entire quarter has been in the midst of the whole stay at home try to reopen stay at home try to reopen but they, but they are. There are a lot of negatives too, and we'll talk about those. Like I said, there, there definitely are some negatives. Retail, a lot of what they sell, especially on the small appliance side, is done through places like Macy's and Bed Bath and Beyond and stuff. And and just having that entire distribution channel completely shut down in the last few months yep. is devastating for a big piece of Spectrum Brands business. And quite honestly, like even a lot of their stuff, like uh, you know. On, on the garden side, like you just you have to order this stuff, or you can get it in Home Depot, of course, which is great, but less people going to some of these stores. So and it's so funny, Dave. I remember I used when I was going to New York every couple of weeks for a few years for ticker tags. All I do is I meet with hedge funds, and I meet with you know the analyst teams at you know Bank of America and Jefferies, and I used to do this. I used to pull up literally dozens and dozens of charts, highly granular. And usually not G-Trend data. Usually it was mention frequency data through ticker mm -hmm. tags. But they look just like this. Instead of what people are searching for, it's what they were talking about. And I'd be like, look at the lift of people talking about this granular thing. They looked at me like I was insane, absolutely insane. But at the same time, they eventually got it that this is what, in 2020, if you want to be able to detect what is happening right now, you have to look at what people are saying and what they're doing in terms of searching for, right? And their I, behavior. Yeah, and and I was in you know in a uh, in the audience of a conference that you were speaking at. It was filled with all sorts of people with different ways of analyzing data. It was all it was a room full of of um, of the people who are trading based on data, and they all looked at you like you were crazy when you first started talking about your methodology of, no, I just read Twitter. I just, you know, read Twitter all day. And, and, and I, you know, have a scientific way of kind of looking at the, at the, the mention frequency and the, in the change in velocity and all of that. And by the end of the speech, you had more people coming up to you at the end of that than any of their other people on the stage. And he went at the conference. They tell every conference I speak at, they tell me afterwards, they're like, we've never had, our audience literally come to us like we've never had a speaker that actually people cared about. Because, you know, investment conferences are super boring, dude. 
it's the same people talking about the same stuff over and over again. Yep. And I come in there with all this whacked out stuff, and people eventually get it. Uh, but fish food, huh? well, there we go, fish food, Dave, right? You get a new fish, you got to get fish. Now, how often you get fish food? Probably not that often, but when you buy a new fish, you, you got to get your fish food, right? <laughs> I mean, I so, guess, yes. It's it's up there, man. It's up 20%, 20, 30%. That's a big move for fish food. That's the biggest move in fish food I've ever recorded. <laughs> I'm never looking at fish food charts, but it's up there, right? Uh, okay, so... I've noticed uh, that why? several people have, have been asking in the uh, in the chat, you know, joining us in progress and not knowing what we're talking about. We are talking about Spectrum Brands, and Spectrum Brands is this holding company that has a bunch of different other companies in a bunch of categories that people uh, buy more of when we're in the middle of a uh, stay-at-home pandemic. Pet care, hardware and home improvement, home and garden and home and personal care. And the ticker symbol for this is SPB, Spectrum Brands. This is what their stock chart looks like over the past six months. That You see that dramatic low to high, uh, that is 100% gain. Uh, they're around $52 a share right now, and I will put uh, just on the screen just so that uh, we answer the question when people come, because this was a mystery kind of uh, thumb. When you have a question mark on the thumbnail, we got to tell people what we're talking about. So let me uh, let me just add a little on-screen graphic here. That is too small. It was and... <laughs> a bread maker, Breadman. Um, Dave, I wish I can point where in that graph, maybe someone will do it that knows. When we first talked about Spectrum, it was definitely, I think, lower than it is right now. Well, actually, uh, it was it was it was kind of. I know that I made money, but I know that it's kind of moved sideways from the time we last talked Has about it. it. Yes. Has it? So, I I, I thought it, I thought it was down a lot further, but who who knows? We uh, I want to show this pick. So I, I think one thing that was interesting is one of their pet divisions started manufacturing hand sanitizer, okay, right when the pandemic started under the Cutter brand, okay? So this is a brand new product. It's called Cutter Hand Sanitizer. It's basically 80% alcohol. Now, I don't know if this product is going to really move the needle for the company. Probably not, but I thought it was innovative of them, and they primarily were distributing this through Home Depot, which is awesome because Home Depot is one of the few places that has remained open the whole time that anybody, so you know they had to sell a ton of cutter at Home Depot, so you know they were just flying off the shelves, right? The cutter hand sanitizer. Yep. So I just checked to see you know, if it was sold out, and I think it's interesting that this thing is back-ordered at Home Depot right now. It says estimated arrival date August 10 to 13th at just about every Home Depot in my area of Dallas, but you can buy it and get it delivered next day on Amazon. So it seems that's a, that's good because it means that they're not totally out of supply. They're obviously have enough supply that they're able to sell it on Amazon. But Home Depot, whatever they've been buying, because Home Depot is such a robust retail channel, has obviously been selling out of their pallets of this hand sanitizer, and they're just ordering as more and more and more, right? Yeah. So uh, it's nice. It's a nice little bonus for the company to be able to get into the hand sanitizer business, right? And that's a nice thing about Spectrum, Dave is that they have such massive, massive distribution and manufacturing, and it's such massive distribution into companies like Home Depot. Like literally, you know that they did that deal in like 12 hours, right? They're like, hey, Home Depot, 
we're, the Cutter brand that everybody knows is going to start selling hand sanitizer. How much do you want? And Home Depot is like, give us five million bucks worth to start off with. And God knows how much hand sanitizer they sold over the past 90 days, right? Mm -hmm. I, th I think it was a nice little pivot that they had there. Um, so the next so the, thing they're I saying wanna... that we, we bought uh, SPB at around $50.80. And so it's... we didn't make much money on it. We but made but like if, you, if, we look at the, if we look at the chart, um, you know, can you see that where my that little X is? If we bought it around here and then it went down and then went up, we made a little bit, but then it's been kind of just going sideways. So it's like back to that point where it has recovered to and then dropped back. But this is the first time we're going to hear how they did in the quarter where people were at home. And so that is our yeah. thesis is they are going to do better than the analysts or really anyone who watches this stock. And it's not a, it's not a widely traded stock. It's not one that I had ever heard of until we started doing research into, I think it might've been, we were looking at who makes uh, the competitors to like off because that's such a small part of what SC Johnson. Yeah. So I actually, um, I traded this years ago, back in the day, uh, one of the big fund hedge funds that was the, maybe the largest owner of spectrum brand stock um, had asked me in a meeting, a pitch meeting, they're like, what can you tell us about anything related to Spectrum Brands? Um, and I went back and I realized that the it was the it was like the biggest mosquito season, Dave, we had ever had. And I literally came back to the fund and I was like, hey, I'm showing that the mention frequency of people talking about mosquito repellent is through the roof, like triple what it's ever been in the last six or seven years. And I think this is going to have a massive impact on cutter mosquito spray. Um, and they're like, interesting. So we're trying to figure out the time whether they should like increase their position or decrease it. Because um, there was a lot of speculation on Spectrum at the time. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, like three weeks after that meeting, there was a research report that came out and said that sales data of mosquito repellent was higher than it had ever been. Selling off, selling out nationwide, selling out globally, right? And I got a call from this hedge fund and they were like, well, what the hell? Like, dude, you were so dead on the fact that you were three weeks before any research had come out because I had detected it in conversational volume even before it showed up in the credit card data, right? And so we always talk about social ARB trading is simply the early detection of change, okay? And there's a lot of ways to detect change. A lot of the ways that hedge funds try to get ahead of the market to detect change is they look at what people were buying, but credit card data is actually weeks old. Um, and when you look at what people are talking about, sometimes you could detect the change even before it happens, as it's happening and slightly before it happens. So it's like the earliest detector of change. And search data, which is what we're looking at right now, is kind of very similar to conversational data because Ticker Tags, my old company that sold the hedge funds, we analyze conversational data on Twitter, but search data anybody can have access to, right? You don't have to pay for it. And that's why I'm focusing on search data for this report. Um, Dave, I want to talk about the conference call, the last conference call they had. And I pulled out this this snapshot of, of what they said. And I just kind of want to I want to read it. OK, so he was talking about projections. OK, these are the these these are basically the projections for this quarter, the quarter they're going to report on tomorrow morning. And what the CEO said 
about his projections. This is a response to a question he was asked. He said, yes, I mean, listen, I don't, again, we're giving, we're, we're going to try to be disciplined about it. I think we told you we have a pretty durable business. Everything we do is in and around the home. And there's a reason lawyers want us to remove guidance because of all the different variables. So we don't want to mess that up. What he was saying was, I think if you read between the lines is, they're asking, why did you remove guidance for the rest of the year? And he's basically telling you, yeah. he's like, our lawyers want us to remove guidance because there's a lot of variables. We don't know what this pandemic is going to do. It could be the end of the world for all we know. Like it's, it's not prudent to yeah. have guidance when we're in a situation like this. And everyone right? was pulling their guidance at that time. And they were one of the first companies to report, you know, they were, they were within a, a couple of weeks of, you know, the, the, the first lockdown, right? Yeah, yeah. And they got crushed for it. And then he goes on to say, but I think that what we've said in the prepared remarks is we've actually seen some resilience and some stability in pet and home and garden. Those are the two divisions that we know are going to crush it this quarter, right? And quite frankly, I think Randy talked about kitchen products being in demand, haircut kits being in demand, and a lot of growth in Remington was disclosed today. By the way, Dave, I did something wrong because I pulled another 20 or so images that didn't make it into my presentation. Mm -hmm. And it was all about Remington. And there are people that are searching for, basically I have all these search, I can't believe none of this stuff showed up. I even have like juicers and bread makers. Like I, I thought I emailed this to myself. Maybe I'll try to pull it up in an, Oh man, I'm so frustrated now. We might need to go on Google Trends to show some of this stuff. But if you look for uh, Dave, can you just pull up on Google Trends the word um, the word beard trimmer? Yeah, I think it's a good one. Uh, beard trimmer. But anyway, he goes on to say haircut kits being in demand and a lot of growth in Remington was disclosed today. I think you'll see us continue to advertise there. We're starting new businesses like hand sanitizer and we do have microband on our quick set door locks and handles. Now microband's kind of a fraud. Uh, it doesn't actually do anything to kill viruses on, on, on doorknobs, but people see it and it kind of sounds like it does. Okay, so <laughs> I think it, it will probably help them. There's a lot of ways Spectrum brands can play offense here, and but we're look, but look, we're in unprecedented times, and we took a very defensive posture, and we'll adjust as things go forward. Listen, that those are really big words. He's basically telling you, listen, guys, we have to take a defensive posture. We have to be cautious with our guidance. Okay, basically eliminate it. But if you read between the lines you understand that he feels pretty good about where they are with all this stuff. Right, Dave, wouldn't you Abs agree? No, absolutely. Yeah, and that's that's, that's the kind of thing that we're looking for in these, in these calls. And it'll be interesting. I can't imagine that they're going to have new guidance for the next three months, but no. they're going to tell us what happened during this time when all of their products were more in demand than they have probably ever been in a concentrated period in the history of the company, right? And I have your uh, Google Trends chart on beard trimmer pulled up here, so there it okay. is. Okay. And you she can see this, this, is a five, this is a five-year U.S. on beard trimmer. And awesome. there's a random out of no, you, you see they have a seasonal spike that is from November through December 22nd because people buy these as Christmas presents. But then here we go. This is the uh, December 
8th, 2019, and then it drops off. And then out of nowhere, April 19th hit 100, where okay, they've Dave, never been before. Yeah, never. Can you pull up uh, – I'm sorry to do this to you, Dave, because I, I thought I had all the stuff in my presentation, so you wanted to do it. Can you pull up Home Pedicure? Because they make a whole lot of Home Pedicure stuff at Spectrum Brands, which you wouldn't be thinking Whoa, about. Whoa, look at that chart. Right? Awesome, right? That's crazy. That is now, crazy. Now, you want to do something, something really cool here? How about – and you're going to laugh, but uh, how about Bikini Trimmer, Dave? Bikini Trimmer. <laughs> uh, hey. They actually make Remington makes bikini trimmers. Okay, now we a lot of these girls, but they go out to get bikini trimmed and waxed normally, but they can't do that right now, right? They can't do that with the virus. But they go, they have to trim their own bikini lines, right? So it's bottom line is bikini trimmer is peaking. Okay, you're never going to see bikini trimmer <laughs> trend like this. Um, is that it? Google is going to think that you and I are so weird for having similar search terms. Geogra their geographic targeting on oh, these two random dudes that we know a lot about are searching for bikini trimmer on the same day. By the way, Dave, do you know how many times Google has shut me off for pulling? I have exceeded the maximum of 280 G-Trend uh, pulls in a short period of time, and I get, I get shut off. And I have to go to a different account to pull G Trend shards. Can you, uh, can you have a hair removal, Dave? Hair removal is a big one. They have lots of hair removal stuff at Remington. Guys, this stuff is legit. You got to look at all this stuff. Hair removal, okay? Um, are you doing global, by the way? You should do global, uh, Fugger. Uh, no, I have I have US pulled up, but I can I can move this to global. Hang on. Yeah, you should sec. do global because they're a global company. I have too many screens open. Here we go. Worldwide, five years. Hair removal. So I want to. Sh <laughs> hair what, what did you want me to right? search for now? All right, the one that is not looking good, and I know why, is curling wand. Okay, curling wand. They Remington makes a whole lot of curling wands, and if you think about this, this is the one thing I checked that was just terrible. It didn't go up, right? Curling is that global? Is that worldwide? That's worldwide. Fire, Dave? Yes. Are you are you doing it for the search search term? Not just search term. Search right? term like curling wand. Worldwide, okay. five years. Okay, so I'm showing an even worse chart for some reason on mine than you are. I mean, maybe it just looks a little different. So curling wand, when does when do women use curling wands, Dave? When they go to big charity events, they're going out, they're doing stuff, that they're like formal events, right? Yes, so and again, that that's spiking in the November, canceled. December time frame every year too. But right? it's on a on a definite downtrend over time because Which makes sense curling wands falling out of favor as a style. Well, no, 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 no. But curling wand this summer is down big because no one's doing any events this summer because they've all been canceled. Okay, so really, that that's going to impact their business negatively. So that's the one thing I found out of all out of like fifty things I was looking for that were really down. But Dave, you got to just check toaster now because you know what they make a lot of toasters, black and decker. They are we black and decker. That that is the one brand of theirs that I feel like is kind of a. a oh, it's Top tierish brand is it? I don't know. Black and Decker is one of their biggest brands. I'm pretty and sure my toaster. toaster is a Cuisinart, and I'm guessing yours is too. No, it's not a Cuisinart. I have a, even a better brand for toaster oven. It's awesome. I forget what it's called, but I love it. Um, but but I do have a Black and Decker. You know what I have, Dave? I have a Black and Decker hand vacuum. So why don't you search up hand vacuum and look how good that looks? Because that's really what Black and Decker is known for.
How do you spell vacuum? Is it two U's and vacuum two M's? V A C U U M. Hand and what then a space. Weird vacuum. word. V A C U U M. Worldwide still. Worldwide hand vacuum. Well, they they had a spike up in November and then. No, no, kind no, no, you might un... have it wrong. It's a, it's a huge spike, Dave. It's one of the biggest ones. Hold on, let me see. Why can't I see? Hold on. You should be able to oh, see the me... program feed. Oh, let me look at the program feed. Yeah, okay. So that is a huge spike. They o- Hand vacuum only goes up during the holiday, but look what it's doing during the summer. Sustained, yeah. sustained elevation. Sustained elevation. That is insane. They've never sold this many hand vacuums in the history of the company in the middle of the summer. Is it's hand insane. vacuum something people search for? I would just search. What is their what is their hand vacuum brand? Do you know? Uh, Black and Decker. Is it Black and Decker? Black and Decker. It's 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 the little what do you call it? Dustbuster. Dustbuster. Black they make a Dustbuster. Dust yes, the Black and Deckers. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm just searching for hand vacuum on Amazon to see what comes up. Uh, get past the sponsor. So Black & Decker is the first result. Yes. Followed exactly. by Bissell. They're huge. In fact, if you even look at vacuum cleaner, Dave, look at the search thing for vacuum cleaner. Through the roof, man, for vacuum cleaner. Um, maybe we need to take another look at your uh, iRobot, too, on, on that whole deal. But yeah, vacuum cleaner is through the roof uh, in terms of uh, search traffic. But one that I want to talk about, Dave, because they do a lot of this, Blender. Blender. They do they do a bunch of different they have a bunch of different blender brands. Um, <laughs> Why would anyone need more than one blender brand? But you're right. Look at, look that. at that chart. Look at that chart. Unprecedented now, blender. And you know I've been using my um, my margarita blender more than I normally would. Hey, can you when you do that? You need to. We'll make some more of those uh, chichis and margaritas for your birthday when you come over. Perfect next week. Uh, <laughs> okay, so also Dave, we got toaster, we got blender. How about coffee pots? They do a ton of coffee pots. C O F F E E space pot. Um, that usually only trends, I think, in December. It's never trended in the summer before, but coffee pot is trending. Yeah, it's usually uh, in a downtrend in April, May, and it was a big spike in April. Yep, yep. Do you know? But you know what was really up, Dave? Check out Juicer. Juicer, okay. Which they? Oh, look at that. Nice. And they do have a, a Juice Man. I that sounds like a brand that people would buy. Brand. They're called Juice Man, man. All right, so, but even better than that, Dave, what is exactly a George Foreman grill? It's a small grill. So search for small grill and see what you're about to find. It will excite you. I guarantee it. Small uh, grill. What did I do? Did I lose that window? Here it is. I feel like, oh, look at that. That's a giant unprecedented spike in people searching for small grills. So I, I do want to talk about one thing that is down and it's pretty important. Um, it's, it's not down a lot, but if you search for mosquito repellent, um, it's definitely a bit of a disappointment. Uh, mosquito repellent is having, no, 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 two L's, two L. I know. I got it. I got it. Oh, that's the topic. Uh, Hang on. Sure, same thing, either one, whatever. Uh, it's not down a lot. It's just not 
part of this big move, right? So it's basically, I think it's down a little bit from last year, um, not a lot, uh, but it's certainly not something that I'm feeling great about. And they do sell a lot of cutter. Mosquitoes. Well, if, if we look at their um, their peak here, May 31st, and then again on July 26th, if you go back to May 31st, that is. I guess just the beginning of their of their peak. So yeah, they are off yeah, a little bit. They're having a you know what they're doing, Dave. They're really having a nice late summer pop there in July, which which is nice to see. Um, so we might end up seeing more sustained demand of mosquito because it, it's also it looks like we're going to get a, a maybe a wet fall uh, with a lot of these storms coming in. So we listen. You know, mosquitoes have never been worse in our neighborhood. So I'm shocked that mosquito repellent isn't higher in Texas alone, right? No, I have um, I have a family of bats that now uh, live in my chimney. We hear them every night, what? and they are actually uh, keeping all the mosquitoes away. We we've had far fewer mosquitoes in the immediate vicinity around the house. I know it's terrible when I walk to the park at the end of the block. It's bad, but I've are had I've had a. I, I'm actually thinking I might need to, need to be I might need to be one of those crazy people who gets a bat house, mount it next to my chimney, so that when I actually cap the chimney again, I have a place for bats to live. Wait, wait, is this a good time to be having bats in your backyard? <laughs> you there are different kind of bats. They're 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 not uh, they're not virus. I mean, all bats have viruses, but no, yeah. these are these are uh, they're you see them flying around at night. It's actually really cool. Really? Yes. That's kind of interesting i might look into that i told your I wife know. she 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 texted me a picture of a mosquito trap that you were considering and i actually bought a different oh. one but hers was like a quarter of the price so i ordered it on amazon too the one i bought is way better than the one that she showed me so yeah i can't i told her to return that she's like i can't it's from some chinese cup i'm like why don't you talk to me before you buy this stuff all right Dave, wait 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 I she just... bought the one from china because the exact same one that she was like $50 from the ad that she showed me is on Amazon and it's $12. I am going So to I bought the $12 version and then I used it side by side with my $40 version and the $40 one actually worked and this one caught zero. I can't even tell you how upset I am that she bought that because you know how I am about my mosquito traps. I just sent you a picture, Dave, of my mosquito trap. It's amazing. You got to pull out. So guys, for those of you who don't know, I, we have the worst mosquito problem in the world. I build my own mosquito trap. I have oh, a huge amazing. drum fan from Home Depot. I made my own net that goes to the back of it. Then I set my own sugar water trap right below that. And then on top of that, I buy chemical. Uh, it's like it, it basically mimics the human skin. And I actually buy those pouches and hang them above my water, sugar water. And when they get even anywhere close to this sugar water stuff, the fan sucks them in because the fan is so strong. It sucks. It's basically the same thing Dave has that he bought, but like a hundred times more powerful. So that if anything flies within like two feet of this fan, they get sucked to the back of it. And then they're Look done. how many you have on out. there. That's crazy. It's insane, Dave. I am capturing literally thousands of mosquitoes on this thing. It's it's the world's best mosquito trap. I built it myself. I saw a YouTube video on it. And there's a you know, there's a guy that did the same thing, Dave, but he he has a farm and he puts it in front of like his pig sty, because that's where the mosquitoes go. And this guy traps literally like thousands of mosquitoes a day on this thing. And I was like, dude, this is amazing. So I'm actually gonna start a I'm gonna have my son or daughter start a local business here 
building these things for people in our neighborhood and then charging them like a weekly fee to maintain like the sugar water stuff because it's like a proprietary mix we have. I love that people have that other people have bats flying around their apartments and uh, Austin does have a huge population of bats. That's that whole bridge where they fly out at night and people people watch it. But I have pulled up. This is the mosquito trap that uh, that your wife purchased. July twenty fourth is when I bought mine, and it is seventeen dollars and ninety nine cents. I've already. uh, It's on the front porch right now, waiting to be. picked up but then this is the one if anyone's interested this one actually works this is the one i purchased on july 5th and um this is i i it's just some another generic brand intellible but it looks it looks kind of like a little um uh an alexa speaker and it's actually sitting on my kitchen counter right next to an alexa speaker but it's uh it it actually works um, you actually are, are catching mosquitoes. I thought you're just catching like gnats in that thing. I well, I don't have a ton of mosquitoes or gnats in the house, but I did have a problem where there were some mosquitoes that once they're in, it's it's impossible to catch them, and they fly very slowly in front of the TV when you're watching at night. And there's nothing that drives me more insane than not being able to catch a mosquito in a dark media room. So, put this in there, and it caught. Since I've had it, it's caught like two mosquitoes and several gnats, but it. It literally does catch them. Um, that's that's kind of awesome. That's kind of awesome. So this I mean, this is I, the one I that I would recommend. If anyone wants a uh, a link else. to buy this, I should uh, get an Amazon uh, affiliate link going. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my awesome. here's my here's my uh, Amazon affiliate link if anyone wants it. So Dave, here's the thing: we've been talking about mostly good stuff. A little bit of bad stuff, but I want to say there is some real risk in this trade. Um, you know, the the risk side is they did have some supply issues. I don't know the degree to which those supply issues remain. I'm probably most worried about the wholesale demand of some of their hardware products, quite honestly. I'm a little worried about that. I'm also worried about the uh, lack of, of retail brick-and-mortar distribution for a lot of their small appliances at places like Bed Bath & Beyond and Macy's and department stores and like yeah. all the places. All of those traditional brick and mortar and Macy's is kind of, when you think of these second tier brands, that little home department yes. inside of like a Macy's or, you know, any department store that has that little section, that's kind of where I picture their bread makers and their juices uh, and Target. They, totally. But Target's done amazing. And I, I imagine Walmart sells all this stuff. Amazon sells no. all this stuff. Totally. I, I am nervous about about housing starts. OK, I'm very concerned about housing starts being as low as they've been for the last few months. Now, they are getting better. The mortgage rates are down. So I think housing starts are going to continue to improve. And that's going to be a nice little tailwind getting that business back to normal. I think they'll hopefully they'll talk about that in the conference call tomorrow morning and that will help the story. And I think help hopefully propel the stock tomorrow. That's at least what I'm hoping for. Yeah. And, and we have to remember, um, whatever they talk about, they're going to be talking about what they did this quarter and probably not give projections. But we should be able to read between the lines because the stock price is going to be most impacted by what people think will happen in the next quarter. Yes, uh, always, right? 
Um, I think they're doing a good job. It's a turnaround story, new CEO. They have $100 million plus in cost savings they're going to unravel over the next year to year and a half just based on better supply management. I do like what they're doing with their e-commerce teams down in Austin, leveraging data scientists. They're being aggressive. They're being proactive. This is a good time for that because it shows me that Dave, what they're doing is they're trying to capture people that are searching for this stuff on Google and stuff, and they're trying to capture them direct to their e-commerce brands. And if they could set anything that they're able to sell direct, okay, um, they're going to get higher margins on, okay? And I didn't even really check to see the degree they're doing a lot of this direct, but anything that they sell direct, even through Amazon and stuff, they're going to get better margins on that than selling through a Macy's, for example, right? So even if their business dips, I think they can improve their margins based on better D2C e-commerce. Um, so I like some of the things they're doing. By the way, they sold Energizer. They used to own Energizer, the battery company. They used to also own a big automotive division. They sold all of that stuff. They're focused just on the just on the big one. Excuse me, they didn't sell Energizer. I think they sold uh, Rayovac to Energizer, I think, is what happened. Um, So anyway, I think they're doing all the right things here. I think I like the risk reward, but there is risk. I want to say, well, like we say this every episode, we're not financial advisors. We do not know your risk tolerance. Uh, We know our risk tolerance. Do not do what we do. Do not mimic our trades. This is about education. It's about understanding how we think, how we research. That's why we spend this long show going through data. We want you to see what we do so that you can do it better and then hopefully help us do it better, right? Um, We want you to share your research with us in the Discord channel. We want to build a community of social arbitrators where we're all contributing and together we'll all become better traders. That's what Dumb Money's about. It's about inspiring you, helping you, educating you, entertaining you, not about, hey, go buy this stock, go sell this stock. We're never gonna do that. So please don't do that, okay, if you're watching this channel. Uh, Dave, I wanna talk about another company though that came up in Discord. And I, I also wanna talk about a company, another company that what came up in Discord and in our live chat and on Hey There, Dave here, my other channel, uh, someone asked me to talk about Spectrum Brands and Crocs, which also has oh, earnings. Oh, Crocs. Okay, we'll talk about Crocs in a minute. Could we talk about something a little more similar to Spectrum Brands? Yes. Also has, I think, earnings tomorrow. Makita, it's a Japanese company. And if you might have seen on my spread sh- on my uh, Google Sheets that I'll bring back up, I had a few things uh, that were unrelated to Spectrum Brands, and now I'm going to find them for us on here. Uh, it is Makita makes uh, battery-powered uh, leaf blowers and battery-powered lawnmowers and battery-powered power tools, okay? And as we know, and battery-powered hedge trimmers. So let's just start with power tools, okay? Um, the Makita is one of these companies, Dave. You've probably seen them at Home Depot. Uh, I think Home Depot is like their big distributor, they have, you know, this battery pack that kind of works across the whole line of equipment. So you could use their battery packs in the power tools, mm-hmm. uh, in their hedge trimmers and their blowers. And they're all about like battery powered stuff. OK. And they, they're pretty big, substantial brand in that world. Um, and if you I have power, are they seeing power tools right now? You look at that yeah, spike I, in power tools. Yeah, there's the well, let me put power tools back on the screen there. So obviously everybody's at home. Every, there's a lot of people tinkering. 
a lot of people would want stimulus money and we're about to get what stimulus 2.0 yep okay one of the companies i think is going to benefit from this are companies like makita because quite honestly i want to call these things almost toys right like People that like building stuff, fixing their house, they want to have cooler, better stuff. And they're like, you know what? I'm home for a year. I'm fixing the house. I'm doing all this stuff. I want to upgrade from this junky old drill to a cool new power drill. Oh, look, this company, Makita, has a whole line of stuff. I can use their batteries cross-changeable for everything. And they're buying a lot more power tools, and Makita is going to benefit from that big time. How about their, power, their electronic battery-powered hedge trimmer? Look at that. Yep. A lot more people looking for hedge trimmers. Why? Because they're doing their own lawns. We talked about this for the gardening section of Spectrum, but to actually use the Spectre side, you're going to be probably doing your own lawn, doing your own hedge trimming, right? Um, how about electric leaf blower? We talked about this, Dave. Um, electric, it's electric leaf blower is a little, it's not enough volume to really see what's happening, but you see this spike right here in the summer. It's about twice the spike we normally see for electric leaf blower. Um, how about cordless blower in general? Look at that spike compared to last summer. It's about yeah. double what it normally is, yeah. right? And blowers do better in fall when you have more things to blow, but out of nowhere, they have a, a, a noticeable uptick for summer. Dave, could you believe how many people are out there looking for cordless chainsaws this summer? <laughs> Why? <laughs> right? Cordless chain summer, cordless chainsaws are off the chain man it, they are on fire right only now. only in 2020 would cordless chainsaws be just flying off the shelves <laughs> here's the here's the stock chart for makita while while you're pulling up your next one uh, this is the uh, us adr i guess that tracks at mktay and that is a, a crazy recovery uh if i put <laughs> yeah. if i put up um spb spectrum brands just to kind of overlay because they they are similar um Let's just see how they... Here's the thing, Dave. I did not buy Makita. I, I, I literally saw it, started researching it. I bought it literally 30 seconds before I started talking about it because I forgot to buy it this morning. So I bought 1,000 shares. It is such a lightly traded stock that it kind of scares me a little bit. So it's not the type of stock, but I want to buy it just so I can play it. I'm not going to make much money on Makita, but who knows? Uh, I think someone said their earnings are tomorrow. It was one of the people that guessed what we were going to talk about on today's show. Yeah. Um, Chainsaw in general doesn't even need to be an electric chainsaw. Chainsaws are going crazy right now. You got to have a chainsaw. Yeah, it's storm damage, uh, uh, murders. Lisa thinks um, that Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, <laughs> Spe speaking, Dave, of storm damage, dude. You remember one of my big picks this summer? I've talked about it a few times on the show. Did you ever get into Generac? No, I did not. Did you you did not get into Generac. I've been talking about no, it for two because, months. Because I, I'm, Tesla is my, uh, is my energy play. No, Generac needs to be on there too. I told you this. I said, buy Generac, Dave. You didn't, look at what happened today, Generac. I didn't even check, check the news. I didn't think they had earnings yet. It's just, they're up. Generac is crazy today, man. Um, what is, what is, is their symbol? G-E-G-N-R-C, -E. I think. Is it, are they up because of the this tropical depression coming? Like now that could be now that 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 I could see. Let me uh, let me remove this uh, SPB from the chart. Dude, there, look at this just man going nuts today. This is not supposed to happen because I wanted to buy more Generac before earnings. Well, they had earnings, so and that like, that looks like they had an earning surprise of fifty four percent. 
Was that today? Today. Oh, I, I didn't miss it. So or yesterday, the, the okay. 29th. So it came out right. uh, probably after hours yesterday. Guys, if you were watching Dumb Money Live, and you should have been watching Dumb Money Live twice a week, every Monday and every Thursday, you saw me going nutso about Generac. Why? Because I spent $28,000 on a whole home generator back in March. And I had been having massive conversations with the top distributor of Generac for the state of Texas. And they've been telling me, we are busier than we've ever been before. We're busier than we've ever been. We're backordered. We can't keep up with this demand. It's insane. It's insanity. And I got on the show and I'm like, guys, I'm buying Generac. This is ridiculous. This is just ridiculous. I got to buy Generac. I bought a ton of Generac, okay? Dave, do you know that I've made over twice as much money in my Generac equity position than I had to pay for my Generac whole home generator? So because I bought a generator for $28,000, I then was so in tune with Generac <laughs> in these conversations, I bought a ton of Generac stock. Now I'm up like $70,000 in Generac. So it's like I got a generator for free, plus I made forty grand. Is that the dream or is that the dream? I mean, that sounds like that sounds like a dream. <laughs> sounds like a dream. Uh, I mean, what, what do I say? How, how do I react to that? <laughs> Let me just put Tesla's chart on top of this. Oh, look who has a better energy play. <laughs> I was wrong, Dave. I made $80,200 in Generac. No options, just stock. And that's in like two months. Wow. That is living now that's, the Generac that's, dream. That is a Generac dream. How much was your Generac way, system? What? How much was it, the Generac generator you have in your backyard now? It was uh, twenty-seven thousand dollars, roughly, and I made eighty grand on Generac. So, and I all—it's like I got fifty grand plus I got a, a generator that's gonna anything that happens to my house. I literally have full electricity for everything in my house, hundred percent, including my pool equipment. It's amazing. Congrats! That is that is awesome. I love it. I, I love it when things work out how you want them to work out. And by the way, I'm killing it on Tesla, too. I love Tesla. Uh, you know, they're not mutually exclusive. Now, I'm going to potentially play Generac more if we get deep into this hurricane season. That's a whole nother day. It's a whole oh, other episode. Whole nother you, you guys need to definitely subscribe to this channel because our hurricane coverage is going to be unlike anything you've ever seen. We are not weather We are not weather people, We're but I will get my green oh, screen out, and I will well, be pointing to the storms. Dave. I thought you were a meteorologist when you were 12 or something, didn't you? No, I was not a meteorologist because you have to have the American Meteorological Society seal of approval for that. But I was a weather reporter <laughs> because I was a I was a radio DJ as a you know as a teenager uh, at the local station here in Dallas, and uh, we had the little jingle that said "Color Weather Radar," and then I got to do my little weather report that I put together myself. There was no one like at the station telling me how to do weather reporting, but I figured it out. Dave, the only thing I take more serious than social arb trading is storm tracking, and you know that. And if you guys when, like storm I... tracking, smash that thumbs up button because we are going to have some amazing coverage. Make sure you are subscribed. Make sure you have that bell turned to all because you never know when we're going to be on. We, we, we didn't even know we were going to be on this morning until like last night. I mean, storm tracking, you got to storm track for money, right? I mean, that's the only way to storm track. I mean, I think traditional storm trackers have no idea of the money that could be made when you're storm tracking and you're able to be minutes to hours ahead of the news flow on these twists and turns of these storms and trading these insurance companies and Home Depot and Generac and stuff, like 
I'm telling you guys, I cannot wait for hurricane season. And I say that with a little bit of guilt because unfortunately it causes massive destruction for the world, but I can't control that what I can control. And I, by, by the way, I always make donations. If I make money off my storm tracking on my trades, we know I we don't, to, we, I always make we're donations. not questioning your motives here. We know that it's, it's an event that happens in the world and like everything, we're looking for change. And if we can detect yeah. the change or we can predict what's going to happen or be prepared for what might happen with certain stocks, it's it's an opportunity that you have to be aware of and take, uh, you know, take seriously. Totally, totally. Um, Thank you for smashing the button. We did have a spike in likes. 234, <laughs> 235. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and by the way, I, not just storm tracking, but but the election, man. I, I mean, I'm oh, back to school, guys. You need to be looking out for our back to home school. No, back to school at home episodes next week. We are definitely doing a back to school at home episode next week. And there's so many trades here, like it's hard to wrap my head around it. Dave, at some point after Fang earnings today, I just have to like leave everything and just go all in on my back to school at home yes. trade research because that's going to be one hell of a show next week, I think. And we'll see. Um, what? All right. So, so Makita, I bought Makita. Okay, I think I think these guys are pretty cool. It's a lightly traded stock. They're already up a lot, but I don't care. I, I think they're likely to have a pretty darn good earnings, right? Don't you think, Dave? Based up based on that search traffic. Yes, I think that that. I mean, yeah, they're they're a battery tool company, and people are buying tools. Low conviction, low conviction, but I'm doing it. Low conviction, but I'm doing it. By the way, can we talk about some monster trades that came through for us? Not just Generac, Big Five Sporting Goods. What? I tripled my money in that stock. I tripled my money in like a matter of a month, a few weeks. This is insane. Did, Dave, have you been looking at this? I'm pulling it up right now. I have I had not been. Oh, my God. Look at that chart. I mean, it's down today. Guys. No, look at just the, the spike over the last. What, what am I looking at here? A few months? Here's here's one oh month. Oh, my God. I should, I should have sold half yesterday because I'm telling you, like, I, I just was too busy. But my goodness, what a trade. I got that thing at like two bucks or something. It was crazy. It was up to like six yesterday. A triple equity, triple on equity. That is, that's just unheard of, insane. And by the way, for those of y'all that have been trading Durrell, my goodness, Dave, when we went back, you never got in Durrell, but could you believe Durrell has tripled, Dave? It's tripled. And they're still selling every bicycle they can make. And now on top of the bicycles, you know their furniture. We talked a guy talking about this in Discord. Yeah. We, we were late. We were late on. Um, we were late on uh, Wayfair. But guess who sells for? Oh, guess, guess what? A third of Durrell's business is selling furniture through Wayfair. Okay. I might buy more Durrell. Okay. Like I sold a bunch of my Durrell. I doubled my money. I was like, I doubled my money. Um, I think people are caught on to the bicycle trade. I don't care about the, the stock price. We say never look at stock price. Never look at how much money you made or lost. But I was like, I was like, people are catching on to the bike trade. I was like, why would I still stay full-fledged in Durrell? I should have stayed in Durrell because the bike trade's not letting up, Dave. It's not letting up. It's continuing through the fall. Yep. And now the furniture trade is on. In fact, Dave, you've got to check this. Check desk, the word desk on Google Trends. You know what we bought this week? 
from Wayfair, we bought oh. two desks for our kids. Because guess who's going to be schooling at home this summer, this winter? My two kids. We had to build a schoolroom for these kids in my house. I had to buy two desks from Wayfair this week. I think Darrell might sell desks. I'm not sure. I think they might sell desks. They, but, they um, sell like weird patio furniture. I know. I, I don't. I don't know what their full lineup of products is. They just sell any type of furniture. You can't go wrong right now if it's through Wayfair, right? So, um, yeah. I mean, Darrell, and then they sell the baby stuff. And, you know, whatever. And by the way, Wayfair was my big pick uh, the other day. And did you see what the stock did after I bought some? Dave, I don't want to know. Was it bad? Did I miss out? You missed out. Oh! Here, here's a... I made that uh, I made that call on Monday. Here's the uh, five-day chart. Which day was Monday? One, two, three, four, five. Look, look, it was like back here. Oh. Um... Nice, dude. Nice. Um, Dave, how about how about some of those boating stocks we've been in all summer? Have you seen them, man? Crushing! Power sports. Crushing like your, uh, it, dude. Sea-Doo. This is living guys, this is living the dream. Sea do Polaris. Polaris, I think, just had earnings. Crushed it. Uh uh Brunswick, man's coming out with earnings tomorrow. You know what? I never I never bought Brunswick. I never even bought it, and I kind of feel I didn't buy it because I felt like they were just. I thought they were like lightly traded. Man, they're not that lightly traded. Um, should I buy some Brunswick right now? They're down. I don't. Big, I right? don't know enough about, about Brunswick to uh, to tell I, you what you should do. And I'm not an uh, investment I, advisor. I'm just your <laughs> childhood friend who <laughs> who we talk. No, but, but listen. The boat, the boating. We we've been talking about this all summer. Like I keep thinking the boating trade has to be over. It has to be over by now, and it just keeps moving and grooving. The camping trade, the outdoor trade. We thought we were in early, and we were like starting to like get out of some of those trades partially. Yeah. Because like at some point the market's got to recognize it, but it still seems like it's maybe not fully disseminated. Um. So Brunswick, you know, they have earnings tomorrow. These stocks are all up big right over the summer. We got in at the right time. And I've been kind of slowly exiting them as the dissemination happens throughout the summer. But now I look at this stuff and I feel like maybe I should just held all of it through the end because th- these trades, these movements, th- this, this shift in consumerism towards outdoor and boating and motorsports is just way bigger uh, than even we thought it was. It's, it's just absolutely incredible. So uh, and we we have people reminding us we need to talk about Crocs. So I was just pulling up their chart, and I was not sure if their earnings were before market today. If they've already been released, so I'm trying to get confirmation on that. Uh, do they not have? They would have had that, right? Um, so Crocs, I kind of took a break from Crocs. Okay, uh, their earnings. Let's see here. Oh, KFC Crocs came out. I knew that today. They sell out in less than half an hour. Of course they did. Crocs <laughs> is the best collab branding company in the world, dude. They're just, they just destroy it. They absolutely kill it. When are the Dumb Money Crocs um, coming out? That, that'll that really wait. move the needle. Dude, Dumb Money Crocs have got to happen. I mean, I, I feel like we could, with all the money we made off of Crocs in the last few years, we could probably do a custom order of like, 10,000 dumb money crocs and just pay for them to get them made ourselves and do our own collab without even telling <laughs> without crocs. even an unauthorized collab we just <laughs> make some crocs with our own stuff on them 
We should totally do that. Just the big money symbol on the side, right? Yeah. <laughs> Green, of course, right? We should totally, we should totally do that. Uh, man, I, you know, I always have an opinion on Crocs, but you got me surprised here. I'm not ready to have an opinion right now. I haven't done my research on them in the last few weeks. I just, I wasn't thinking Crocs right now. I am looking heavily, though, Dave, at a potential short this fall, and I, I haven't really talked about it yet. It's a company that makes shoes and they make other stuff and I don't want to talk about them yet because I'm still doing my research okay. but I will say this I will talk about that on our back to school at home episode next week because it fits in perfectly um, so stay tuned next week for I haven't done a big short trade in a little while Dave but this is one that I'm really seriously contemplating for the back to school season short and to okay? just just kind of tie up the story of Crocs. Let me pull up a, this is the three month chart on Crocs and I confirmed that they did have their earnings. It was announced this morning and they shot up right after earnings. Then they dropped back and now they're up, but their, their general direction is up. And, you know, I, I haven't really been following Crocs either, but they apparently did uh, release their earnings this morning. And so we'll have to just read more into that and see if that's something we want to get back into. Uh, yeah, I don't. I will only trade Crocs when they're doing something significant that the market hasn't fully appreciated yet. So uh, that's not happening right now. And I do like what they did with the nurses. I think they probably got a pretty big new customer base in the hospital market uh, by getting their branding out there and having every nurse in the world on the Crocs website, you know, signing up for Crocs. They added all those nurses to their email file now, right? So I, I think they, that was a really smart, savvy move that they did, but I'm only going to invest in Crocs when something monumental is happening there that the rest of the world hasn't seen yet. That's been my way with Crocs the last six or seven years as I've traded them. Um, they did have record e-commerce revenue growth of 68%. Their uh, operating income grew 18%. Their uh, diluted, diluted EPS increased 51%. So they had a, a pretty crazy good quarter, it, it seems, but I don't know what the yeah. expectations were. Yeah, neither do I. Hey, hey, listen, Dave. Um, uh, I missed a, a, a stimulus two. We had a stimulus 2.0 episode last week. Well, on Monday. It was on Monday, this right? Week, this yeah. week, actually. And if you haven't seen stimulus 2.0, dumb money, it's a two-hour episode. It's pretty long, but we've gotten a lot of compliments on. It. I've even had a lot of friends call me and say, "Hey, I love your stimulus 2.0 episode. It was great. I want to talk to you about a few of these things. Um, watch it, okay? Watch that episode." Uh, one one uh, stock I didn't talk about that I do think will benefit from Stimulus 2.0, right when we ended the episode, I had it in my notes and I forgot to talk about it. And I haven't talked about this in a while, uh, our, our GAN trade. As you know, yes. I had 85,000 shares of GAN that I got out, looks like at the right time, uh, 50, 50, 55,000 of my shares I sold between 25 and 27 bucks a share. GAN's down to like 21. I'm at 30,000 shares of GAN. I always said I kind of want to be between 10 and 30,000 shares of GAN because it is a small, volatile company. It's not something I want to keep 85,000 shares in forever. Um, but I do think GAN's going to benefit from Stimulus 2.0, Dave. We saw them benefit from Stimulus 1.0, the entire industry of online gaming. Yep. There are There's a portion of, these, of America, right, that will take that $1,200 stimulus check, and what are they going to do with it? Go right to their favorite online casino and gamble it away. And I'm just putting and DraftKings on this chart too, so we can just see that it's it's basically that's what's that's what's going on. DraftKings moves, GAN moves. 
Yeah, and, and unlike DraftKings, you know, GAN is probably more heavily positioned in online casino gaming, where DraftKings is more oriented towards sportsbook gaming. I'm not going to say that they won't benefit as well. They will. They absolutely will. Um, but I do think this is like if I if I have a pro and a con list for GAN and I'm constantly kind of looking and balancing to figure out how heavy I want to be in GAN, I think Stimulus 2.0 getting done when it gets done, because as I've always said, it will get done. It's just a matter of when it gets done. Um, I think it's a positive for GAN, and I should have talked about GAN in the last episode of Stimulus 2.0 trade. Um, also, people have been asking the Discord channel to talk about um, Plug, P-L-U-G. We talked about it in our EV episode, uh, and I do – they were concerned because, like, I'm, Plug's been around for, like, 16 years, and they've been going nowhere. Why now? Why now? And we talked about it in that episode. Hydrogen has been a thing for – a century or more right and it did have this thing happen in like the mid 2000s and it kind of had a moment the moment never materialized and now hydrogen's having another moment well the thing guys is that hydrogen isn't really going to be a thing unless there's a network like a platform network na nationally to be able to get hydrogen into all the different stations so that as you're going from one part of the country to the other you can easily access hydrogen and that doesn't exist yet. And I think the thesis here is that with all this new millennial and Gen Z investing money supporting companies like Tesla, supporting companies like Plug, like um, Nikola, right? Like all these companies <laughs> supporting them that potentially now there will become the financial, the funding, the funding that is needed, the billions and billions of dollars that are needed to build out that national network for hydrogen will potentially happen. And if and when that actually materializes over the next three to five years, if, if it does, all these hydrogen plays, plug being one of them, are going to finally have their moment, yeah. okay? So that's the thesis. Now you could believe in that thesis or not, but that's a thesis of why Plug is kind of having a mini moment right now and a lot of these other hydrogen companies. Will they raise the money? Can they raise the money from capital markets to do the big things that hydrogen needs to be part of the of the EV culture, the, right? Yeah, of the, of the changeover world. in energy consumption. And yeah, my thought is that electric is probably going to come first and because there, there's there's no infrastructure in place for hydrogen at all and so um, it's probably just dave, going to take a little more time yeah no I, I agree dave i'm going to do something right now it's totally random but i my wife i'm putting on my glove which is hilarious people can see how i deal with packages now right this is how i deal with, with, with packages uh so my wife is like why did we just get beef jerky in the mail? <laughs> what? And so I got to talk about this. This is our buddy. I bet they're, uh, I don't know if you guys are watching right now, Terrence and Drew, but our buddy Terrence, we've known, one of our best friends, uh, known him forever. He has been talking about doing his own bit long. What, what, Bill Tong. How do you say it? Bill Tong. Bill Tong. Is that what you Yes. Bill Tong company. And I'm so proud of him. Wait, wait, wait. Let me get this in front of the camera. Terrence, he finally did it. It's, it's he is too from bright and South out of focus. Africa. Yeah, oh, it's out of focus. Wait, wait, hold on. Let me see if I can click. What is his website? Ah. Uh, bit, yeah. 
His website is, uh, let's see, Happy Bees, H-A-P-P-I-E-B-E-E-S, bit long. So Terrence is from South Africa and has been obsessed with the real deal bit long, which is South African beef jerky, okay? But he'll tell you it's nothing like beef jerky. It's like real deal, like life-changing stuff. And he's been talking about this day for, what, 10 years? He's been talking about this? And he's finally doing his own beef jerky company, and he claims it's the best in the world. So happybees.com. All right. This is not sponsored. I, this is this is purely because we like Terrence, and uh, I haven't tried the product yet, but you paid for that. You didn't get an even free sample. I'm not. No, I paid for this. Yes. I didn't even get it for free. <laughs> Uh, and, and I'm not an investor. We have nothing to do with this company other than I'm so proud of him for finally doing it. And I wonder if this stuff really is as good as he says. I feel like I don't have the te- the uh, palate to even really judge this stuff. So if anyone else in the dumb money world can go buy one of these and tell us if it if it's really if you know anything about beef jerky, I'm gonna buy some now. Why don't you tell us if it's legit? If it's as good as Terrence tells us it is, right? Oh, you haven't bought yours yet, Dave? I never got. I, I never saw in the. Our text string goes so fast with that group that I I never saw the URL. So um, I have yeah. not gotten mine. I know Jason has already so gone it, through it, like a pound of it. Nitrate free, gluten free, keto friendly South African beef jerky. Um, I'm gonna try it, man. I'm gonna try it today. You should try but it on the show. It, we should just, have a. You should do a, an unboxing. Now that you I'm have your glove on. No, I can't. I feel like I need another glove to open. I mean, maybe I will. I don't know. I, I feel like what if I don't like it? Then I don't want to like have a sour face, you know, for his new company. But he says it's the greatest thing in the world. So I, I and he knows what he's doing when it comes to beef jerky. I mean, these Terrence eats this stuff all the time, and he's just so frustrated with the beef jerky market. Everyone wants to see a live live taste test. All right, next episode. Well, I think we should all do it at the same time, though. You should get yours. Jordan should get his. And then next week on Dumb Money, we'll do our own live taste test of Terrence's uh, beef jerky. But yeah, try it. Buy some. Let us know what you think. you have a coupon code for me or anything? Uh, yeah, I think he did. Send, I mean, that's so bad. <laughs> you know he's probably losing money on every package with having to do this in small batches, right? Um, so. Anyway. How's he? How's he even making this? Is he? He's not. This is like a commercial I, kitchen somewhere. I have no idea. Huh. I, we should take. A, we should take a we bigger should, interest. We should in, in our good friends' startup. Well, right? if dumb money were actually leaving the house and and looking at startups, that it would definitely be something we would talk about. He's clearly not yeah. on. We or we would have gotten. None of our friends are watching, or we would have gotten some kind of a uh, chat. Oh, uh, we I, can't I, even I, get our I, friends to watch this show. So we really appreciate all. Uh, 500 plus, 524 stuck with us this long. Thank you guys so much for watching. And if you haven't yet uh, hit that like button, let everyone know that you're still watching the show because only uh, half the people have hit the like button so far. Dave, are we really coming back for, uh, we're really coming back this afternoon? For these yes, we calls? are. We have a huge afternoon of earnings calls. It is probably, I don't think in history we've seen earnings like this all at the same time. You know, sometimes you might get two on the same same night, but tonight it is uh, Amazon, Apple, Facebook, and Google all reporting earnings, and their report, their conference calls are staggered with 30-minute intervals uh, in, in between the start time. So I'm thinking that if we if we stick around and want to actually listen to the uh, the conference calls, if there's anything that we're 
that we're not getting out of the press release that we think we need to listen to. They, they literally have staggered them with 30 minute start time. So we'll have to kind of like switch from one to the next when, when the Q and A we're really interested in the Q and A, but the opening remarks are interesting sometimes too. So we are back live uh, in two hours, I guess they're saying, uh, oh Simon. Oh my gosh. So um, I'm gonna be on this all day. that right, will be, leave, that will be uh, four Eastern, three central, one Pacific. Mark your calendars, set a bell. You two have a, has a convenient oh. bell that some sometimes works and sometimes doesn't. Doesn't. So yes, Dave, I I made a couple trades for the earnings show. I'm not gonna say what they are now. I'll say what they are right when we get on the. Are air. you kidding? No, I mean, we I need guess... to, we need to talk about the trades before the market closes. Fine, fine, fine. I mean, here's the thing: my trades are so biased because they're not. Ba- I actually looked into some of these, and I I didn't have that much time to go take a deep dive into Google like I did last quarter. Uh, or Facebook, quite honestly. But and I'll tell you, I'm not really expecting much from Facebook. I'm 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 kind of curious just on advertising in general with Google, but not. I I don't know that there's any super exciting news we're looking for out of these. But these are some of the most widely held stocks, and in our portfolio, some of the biggest percentages. At least like Amazon is the majority, I think, of all of our portfolios. It is our number one holding, and because of that, I did want to, whenever we go into these big events and you have all these companies reporting, you know this could move the market in a huge way, right? Yes. I think the risk for me is on the downside because my account is so long right now. I'm about 12% levered, uh, no, not really, uh, 10% levered long right now. I do have a couple short trades on. Um, I have that, uh, you know, that commercial building company. We'll talk about that in a future episode. But I, I am mostly long. I'm over 100% long, and I felt I'm really heavy in tech. So I feel I needed to protect my account going into this massive earnings cycle. And I'm doing that with uh, I bought some puts on Facebook and Google, not because I think they're going to go down necessarily, but because I wanted to protect myself against the downside risk. And I think if I look at the four companies Amazon, Facebook, Google, um, God, what's the fourth we're talking Apple. about here? Apple. Um, I do think there's probably a little more downside risk in Facebook and Google. One, Facebook has that, you know, that protest that happened, right, with all the, the brands. The, the band, it, band the, the boycott from a bunch of big brands. Yeah, nobody knows how big that is or whether it really is going to, like, impact them. But I figured, ah, it's, it's a little bit of downside risk. So I, I bought some puts on, on them. I bought some puts on Google only because, you know, Microsoft search traffic was down significantly. I think it was down, like, 15%. Uh, they said that they were expecting it to be down 20%. And, you know, they kind of move in line with between them and Google. They don't obviously have as good of an investor base, uh, not investor, advertiser base as Google does. But I think there's always a little bit of downside risk on Google if that model starts to fall apart. Um, I don't, these are not even low conviction trades. These are what I would call more just kind of hedge, You're hedging a little bit yeah. against my tech. But you don't, you don't specifically, do you, are you long in Apple, Google, I'm long Amazon Apple. or Facebook? Been, I'm long. Obviously, I'm super long Amazon and really long Apple as well. Um, and I didn't I didn't want to go against those trades specifically. So I can get really screwed tonight if like Facebook and Google blow it out and Amazon and Apple fall apart. That yeah. would be my worst. That's your worst. That's my worst tonight. case scenario, too. My two biggest holdings are Amazon first and Apple second. Yeah. So so I could get hammered tonight. We'll just see what happens. It, it is what it is. I wanted I, I wanted it to be a little more exciting than just watching stuff I'm not in. 
you know, emotionally, I, I'm totally fine. You're, if, if you're doing what I do with sports, and the you have to bet on the Super Bowl to make the game interesting. Otherwise, you're just there for the commercials. This is such a bad thing to do, Dave. It's like literally the worst thing. It's the worst thing anybody could ever do, ever. Like when it comes to investing, uh, we we have but, a lot of people asking about Ford earnings because that's something you've been talking about a lot. Yeah. So I sold all of my Ford options. Um, I just sold out of all of them. Uh, I bought, so last week, I bought more, sold out of the new ones this week. And um, I'm out of my options, but I'm in my Ford stock. I have a really heavy position in Ford stock still. I'm going to keep that position through earnings. Okay, I'm gonna roll the dice with it through earnings, but I'm not levered on Ford. I'll just tell you exactly how much Ford I own right now. Um, I own 130,000 shares of Ford. That's a lot, Dave. Should I sell? I should maybe kind of lighten up a little bit. Um, I mean, going I, into earnings, maybe? I would. I, I mean, I, I just don't. We, we were playing the Bronco announcement. We were thinking that this is, this is a time when we have people with some discretionary income, people excited about a Ford Bronco, people placing a pre-order. Well, this is this may be when we get to hear a count on Bronco pre-orders. I'm not sure. Oh, we de- we definitely will. I sold 30,000 of those shares just this second. Um, you see Dave, you see how influential you are over me. You literally <laughs> said I would as you were saying it. I already felt it. I so I'm down to 100,000 shares of Ford. I'm comfortable with that. That's like $671,000. You know, if Ford takes a 10% haircut, that's going to cost me 67 grand. I could see myself losing 60 to 100k on the tri- uh, you know holding out here, but I am up. You know, I'm up pretty significantly in Ford. I think that um, I think that Ford does have good upside potential with the Bronco and the excitement. I don't know that the actual sales that they've done in this past quarter are going to be. Maybe better than expected, no. but they're not going to be they're not going to be any kind of exciting sales number. But the future for Ford is what is going to be priced in, and that's where you have some upside. And they do release um, this afternoon, so we will add that to what we're watching. Oh, add that to the list. Yes, Are you kidding me? Yeah, so I got hundred thousand shares of Ford. So add that to the list. Um, listen, I already made enough off my Ford options to buy. Was it three or four Broncos? At least three. Maybe four. Yeah, you're buying one for every all of the dumb money team. We're gonna yeah, match no, Broncos. I made, enough, I made enough to buy three Ford Broncos. I wonder should I give one to Dave Portnoy? He's been asking Ford for a Bronco, uh, like as a sponsorship. And I should I be like, no, this is how you get a free Bronco. You actually have to. You should figure out how to trade. You know. <laughs> you should. And just give him one of my free Ford Broncos. Yeah, I, w- uh, I would have to tweet, tweet him today, see if he responds. Yeah, maybe I should give him one. Uh, you know, have someone, if you're watching this, tweet tweet Portnoy. Tweet and at El President, to, what's his name? Yeah, Pre- we're, tell him. We're Stool Presidente uh, on Twitter. Yeah, we're contemplating giving him one of our three Broncos that we made in our Ford trade, and I wonder if uh, we should give him one because... You know, he seems to be. He just gives a call out to dumb money. It might be. It's like a sponsorship for us. I think. We'll I think it. he would. Uh, he would probably come be on our show. Yeah, and yeah. we could be on his show. We should do. Uh, we yeah. should do a cross promoted episode where we, you know, talk about his investing philosophy, which is buy stonks. Stonks only go up, and we'll talk about our trading philosophy, which is look for things the market doesn't know about. By the time Portnoy's 
doing it, it's probably too late. Yeah. By definition. You know, there's worse philosophy. There's worse philosophies than his. Oh, but buy stocks but, is a pretty good philosophy. He Just definitely can, has you know. a better philosophy than probably eighty percent of analysts. <laughs> right? Totally. Totally. All right, Dave. So if we're coming back on the channel, then I got to get off this channel. I got to live my life between episodes. You have, you have two hours, bit. so eat something, <laughs> get a <laughs> snack. Right. And um, right. we are going to wrap this one up. Uh, I hit the, hit the buttons to make the things. I'm ready to go. So definitely join us again in. It is one. It's almost one now. So yeah, talk two about hours the podcast, from now. Talk about all stuff. Yeah, they, they know. They they probably already know. But we, you can listen to this if you if if you really missed a part of this, and or you're just not around YouTube. You can always catch our podcast. We're on Apple. We're on Google. We're on. Uh, Spotify. I actually had some comments from people who uh, listened to our Spotify podcast the other day on my other channel, Hey There Dave here, which you should also check out. And uh, I did almost as a joke, I did two stimulus update videos where I did a talk soup recap of uh, what what the other YouTubers who talk about the stimulus all the time are doing. So kind of funny. Watch those. Um, I'm not sure when I'm going to do another video on there. We uh, also want you to smash like buttons. We also want you to follow us on Twitter. We also want you to do all of those good things. I don't have anything else to say. We will see you in uh, just over just over two hours from now. Until then, for Chris and Jordan, who's on a boat and hopefully will dial in for a portion of our earnings, uh, a big earnings watch party, we could call it. We will see you in two hours. Mm.